we are doing canto 5 chapter 5 from text 1 so <coughs> lord rishabdev told his sons my dear boys of all the living entities who have accepted material bodies in this world one who has been awarded this human form should not work hard day and night simply for sense gratification which is available even to dogs and hogs that eat stools one should engage in penance and austerity to attain the divine position of devotional service by such activity one's heart is purified and one when one ap- attains this position he attains eternal blissful life which is transcendental to material happiness and which continues forever so lord rishabdev uh, if you recollect we have been coming from one generation to the other to the other now lord rishabdev is there and he is telling his sons so what is he telling them that all living entities see we are all living living beings that means not only us there are also cats and dogs are also living entities but what are they basically into they are basically into you know taking care of their own day to day lives you know food and all that so they eat anything on the road side or any place that is available whereas human beings have been given a very special position the position is that of finding themselves finding the true calling finding the dear, dearest lord these are certain things that we are supposed to look into and moving towards the devotional aspect of devotional services divine position and devotional services so that why are we supposed to do that so that one can attain this eternal blissful life which is transcendental to material happiness and which continues forever that means we are talking about eternity one can attain the path of liberation from material bondage only by rendering service to highly advanced spiritual personalities these personalities are impersonalist and devotees whether one wants to merge into the lord's existence or wants to associate with krishna one should render service to the mahatmas for those who are not interested in such activities who associate with people fond of women and sex the path to hell is wide open the mahatmas are equipoised they do not see any difference between one living entity and another they are very peaceful and fully engaged in devotional service they are devoid of anger and they work for the benefit of everyone they do not behave in any abominable way such people are known as mahatmas here we are talking about the devotees of the lord we are also talking about those who are advanced spiritual personalities who is an advanced spiritual personality saint sages gurus sadgurus these are the people we are talking about so first and foremost when anybody needs liberation from this bondage of material life they have to approach the mahatmas mahatmas he is calling them mahatmas let us call them sages or saints so you have to get out of this material bondage so first you have to go towards the sages and saints who are also the devotees of the divine once you get to them we have to render services unto them rendering services means we have to be of use to them what exactly do they do you should see what they are doing they are not interested in any kind of material activities they are not interested in any material activities as such they are equipoised 
they have some abhav that means they are not swayed from left to right you will find that they do not see any difference between one living entity and another every person in their world is treated on par there is nobody who is dearer to them or who is not dearer to them everybody has to be given equality equal status alone if that is not the case then that person is not a mahatma please understand this they are very peaceful and fully engaged in devotional service they are engaged constantly in the devotional service they are devoid of anger and they work for the benefit of everybody we work for our own benefits we are basically looking at our own welfare every human being is bothered about his own self as a devotee or as a as a person this individual he is not supposed to bother about himself but is supposed to bother about the whole world entire creation so they will be always compassionate they will be kind they will be loving to the entire creation so they are giving knowledge making things good in this world so on and so forth that is what they are doing so they benefit everybody they do not behave in an abominable way they are not behaving as if they want something or they are they are running after something such people are known as mahatmas so rishabdev is telling his sons this thing those who are interested in reviving krishna consciousness and increasing their love for godhead do not like to do anything that is not related to krishna everybody who is interested in devotion to krishna will be only interested in assimilating getting knowledge doing work only for krishna they are not interested in mingling with people who are busy maintaining their bodies eating sleeping mating and defending so what happens those who are devotees of the divine they are not supposed to be involved with the normal common folks in the world please understand when you are involved with the normal common folks in this world some very screeching sound so if you are involved with this material worldly people what happens to the person the person is completely losing himself in the material world so they are not involved with anybody in the material world so they material worldly people are basically looking at what they are interested in eating sleeping mating so on and so forth they are not attached to their homes they are they do not have actually a home of their own so they are not attached to their homes although they may be a householders they can be householders that means they may have a wife children and all yet they are not involved in their material worldly lives they do not have any attachment towards wife children or their houses where they stay nor are they attached to wife children friends or wealth at the same time they are indifferent to the execution of their duties duties what are the duties that are there duties are taking care of children you know when they are growing up paying for their fees and so on and so forth can you imagine all this thing being done they are not interested in all this thing why because in their spiritual world these things have no value they are not interested in cohabiting they are not interested in living with their wives as if in um, as husband and wife they are basically there because they are doing their material worldly jobs their spiritual jobs the material worldly jobs is done by their family that they are not at all interested in 
nor are they attached to wife, children, friends and wealth. At the same time, they are indifferent to the execution of their duties. Indifferent to the execution of their duties. Why are they indifferent? They do not have any specific goal in their world like I want to. Yeah, they are completely detached. Such people are interested in collecting only enough money to keep the body and soul together. So what they do is only that much which is sufficient to have one meal a day is all that they collect. Beyond that they are not interested in earning or doing anything for that matter. This is how these people are supposed to live. When a person considers sense gratification the aim of life, he certainly becomes mad after materialistic living and engages in all kinds of sinful activities. He does not know that due to his past misdeeds, he has already received a body which although temporary is the cause of his misery. Actually the living entity should not have taken on the material body, but he has been awarded the material body for sense gratification. Therefore, I think it is not befitting for an intelligent man to involve himself in the activities of sense gratification by which he perpetually gets material bodies one after another. So why are these people given this kind of material bodies? The material bodies have been given specifically for reaching the higher destination. But what does the person do? The person is involved in the material world constantly. He is thinking about eating, he is thinking about living on a day to day basis is bothered about ghar mein khana kya hai ye kya hai wo kya hai biwi kya karti hai wahan pe unka haath batana zaruri hai bachcho bachcho ka education ke bare mein sochna hai wo bade honge unki shaadi ke bare mein sochna padta hai material worldly beings are bothered about their children and their future whereas the true spiritual person is not at all concerned because they know that they have no hand in anybody's life. Only the Divine, only Krishna is interested in all these things. So what they do? They are least bothered about these kind of things. It's not that they are having apathy over there. It's not apathetic attitude. Apathetic attitude is I don't give a damn. Okay? Apathetic attitude is that. No. It is the same for every individual. Remember, they have to behave in the same manner with every other person in the world. That means, equanimity, they have this equipoise in the world, they have to behave equally with everybody. So, they are not at all interested in the growth of their own kind. So, they are not saying that, you know, they have to do something for people of their own kind. Therefore, I think it is befitting for an intelligent man to involve again in the activities of sense gratification by which he perpetually gets material bodies one after the other. So what happens to the material minded person? He is put in the world and then he runs after material gratification. Khana khana, peena, ye karna, wo karna, kaam karna, paise kamana, bachche paida karna, shadi karna, bachche paida karna, unko bada karna, unke baare mein sochna, unki shadi kara dena. घर के बारे में सोचना घर के बारे में इमेजिन यू नो इट इज अ नेवर एंडिंग स्टोरी थिंक अबाउट इट इफ यू रीड दिस लाइन अगेन यू विल अंडरस्टैंड दैट इज अ नेवर एंडिंग स्टोरी यू कैन नेवर गेट आउट ऑफ इट यू कैन नेवर ड्रॉ अ लाइन अ सिंगल लाइन लाइक दिस एंड से दिस इज इट नो अ नॉर्मल ह्यूमन बींग डज नॉट हैव द क्वालिफिकेशन ऑफ ड्रॉइंग अ लाइन एंड से दिस इज इट 
from today onwards i am not bothered about this only the lord is supposed to take care i am not at all interested as long as one does not inquire about the spiritual values of life one is defeated and subjected to misery arising from ignorance but it is sinful be it sinful or pious karma has its resultant action if a person is engaged in any kind of karma his mind is called karma karma mata kya karma maka colored with fruitive activity as long as the mind is impure consciousness is unclear and as long as one is absorbed in fruitive activity he has to accept a material body we are karmic beings isn't it we have we have come in this world with what is called as prarabdha karma we are supposed to lead a life which has destiny written all over the place and when you are leading this particular life with destiny written all over the place and you are adding more and more karma to it by doing what kind of material activities material activities where you are working where you are earning ma- money where you are bothered about living and so on and so forth everything that we mentioned in the last four lines is being done by that person what happens you have got into the karmic loop of life again and again and again this person the spiritual being is not supposed to get trapped in it if there is any kind of attachment of any sort whatsoever there is a problem there in ancient times it was mentioned that when the child when the son becomes 16 or 18 years old and goes out to do his work in the material world the father is not supposed to look after the child that particular son because he has already grown up in ancient times it was 14 and 16 by the time the girl used to get married the girl goes into somebody else's house and the father is free to get out of his own material worldly life in today's day and age as per our legal norms that have come into the picture by the time the the son is 21 years of age has already started working somewhere or is gone out of the house it is no longer the father's duty to look after the child that son again when the girl has become 18 which is as per our legal requirements the girl is supposed to be handling herself is supposed to take care of herself by getting married if not by working somewhere in today's day and age it is important to start work somewhere so that is how the material worldly life is supposed to handle actually there was one case in my world where the person the father was handling even a 40 year old man and he was saying that i need to take care of my son because he is not working anywhere so i am involved and trapped in the material world isn't that stupidity on the part of that person he is already lost his spiritual chance forget about the spiritual chance in the next life or the next or the next or the next that person will be trapped in this material worldly existence forever don't you think so so what is this attachment towards this son of theirs who was 40 and above i don't think it is right and this is never to be done so understand this this is that karma which you get can get trapped into you need to get out of it those who are young people should be given you know a job or a position 
दे शुड मूव आउट इन टू द मटीरियल वर्ल्ड एंड दे शुड स्टार्ट फेंडिंग फॉर देमसेल्वस इट इज एक्सट्रीमली इम्पॉर्टेंट इन टूडेज डे एंड एज अदरवाइज द पेरेंट्स और द पीपल हु आर इन्वॉल्व इन देयर वर्ल्ड आर गोइंग टू गेट ट्रैप्ड इट्स एक्सट्रीमली टफ टू गेट ट्रैप्ड इन द मटीरियल वर्ल्ड सो यू नीड टू गेट आउट ऑफ दिस एंड मूव टूवर्ड द स्पिरिचुअल I'll read the line again then you will understand as long as one does not inquire about the spiritual values of life one is defeated and subjected to miseries arising out of ignorance be it sinful or pious karma has its resultant action the karma keeps on happening the attachment and that that bonding that is there is going to keep the person trapped in the material world for the next many many lives please understand this is colored by fruitive activity as long as the mind is impure consciousness is unclear as long as one is absorbed in fruitive activity he has to accept the material body when the living entity is covered by the mode of ignorance he does not understand the individual living being and the supreme living being and his mind is subjugated to fruitive activity therefore until one has love for lord vasudev who is none other than myself he is certainly not delivered from having to accept a material body again and again incidentally in the last few days i was hearing somebody talk to me that person when i said this words that you should not be involved in this kind of material worldly duties because it is not important for you to do them that person gave me 100 different reasons why the person should be in the material world oh i have this to do oh i have that to do i this is to be done i said if you are giving me 100 reasons you can never get out of your material worldly life let me assure you this much then your spiritual world is only a time pass 5 minute business you may you may want to just come and meet me once in a while and say i am in the spiritual world i am sorry you are no longer in the spiritual world it's better to go to some bullshit temple nearby and sit over there and take prasad from there instead of coming and listening to some satsangs or uh, you know doing something which is not going to lead you anywhere so don't give me reasons reasons are given by those who have absolutely no idea about their spiritual growth or their will let me put it this way so i told that person straight away point blank on the face how many reasons have you given you have given me n number of reasons so you really think that you can get out of this you can never get out of this so if that is the case then you should stop giving reasons stop giving reasons for getting trapped in the material world stop it it's high time that everybody stops giving reasons there is no point you have been given a, a mandate the mandate is very clear be live a detached life that is all that is needed so when the living entity is covered with the mode of ignorance he does not understand the individual living being and the supreme living being and his mind is subjugated two fruitive activities then the person is involved in fruitive activities only khana peena sona dona yehi chalte rehta hai uske life mein is bother about kal ka khana kahan se aayega parso kya karenge tarso kya karenge narso kya karenge yehi chalte rahega unke life mein this only fruitive activity therefore until one has love for lord vasudev who is none other than myself he certainly not delivered from having to accept a material body again and again so complete devotion to the divine is very very important even though one may be very learned and wise he is mad he if he does not understand the endeavor for sense gratification is a useless waste of time 
a person remember a person can be learned and wise also can spout knowledge huh? understand this the person can be so knowledgeable that they can quote scriptures they can give beautiful examples they can say things and the person is extremely wise also yet when the person is involved in day to day activity that person is going to be having useless waste of time in this material world being forgetful of his own interest he tries to be happy in the material world catering his interest around his home which is based on sexual intercourse and which brings him all kinds of material miseries in this way one is no better than a foolish animal so the person is involved in the grahasthi is bothered about day to day affairs is bothered about his wife and children and all that so such type of person is going to get trapped and he is going to become a foolish like a foolish animal the attraction between male and female is the basic principle of material existence on the basis of this misconception we ties together the hearts of the male and the female one becomes attracted to his body home property children relatives and wealth in this way one increases life's illusions and thinks of terms as i and mine this is what happens to the material worldly person the misconception comes up what is the misconception i am a male and she is a female or she is a he is a male and i am a female this kind of male conception happens around i have to take care of my family it is written in manus manu charitra okay manasruti it is written there i am supposed to take care of my family i am supposed to do this i am supposed to do that this kind of reasoning will be there so then what happens one is attached to body home property children relatives and wealth these are the things the person is actually interested in in this way one increases life's illusions and things in terms of i and mine this is me this is my property this is me this is my wife this is me this is my children this is what the person keeps on saying and then they get trapped in the material world when the strong knot in the heart of a person implicated in material life due to the results of past action is slackened one turns away from the attachment to home wife and children in this way one gives up the basic principles of illusion that is i and mine and becomes liberated thus one goes to the transcendental world in all these four five lines or 10 lines that we have done never has rishabdev said in any words that you need to get out of the family has he mentioned anywhere in the last nine lines he has never mentioned that you are supposed to get out of your family or you have to go away somewhere he has not mentioned that what he says is remember rishabdev stayed in his kingdom he is sri krishna himself he is stayed in his kingdom taken care of the kingdom also when the time was right he has taken a back seat giving his children the thrones and other things basically he has given a way of living see till the children are very very small we can definitely take care of them not that we cannot we should because that is what rishabdev is saying so he you see the whole thing when the strong knot in the heart of a person implicated in material life due to the resultant of the past action is slackened hridayakranti it starts opening up it is opening up towards the divine and when the, when this hridayakranti opens up to the divine in this way one gets the basic principle of illusion and be, it becomes liberated what happens at that point in time he understands the fruit the fruitive activities are trapping him on a day to day basis so when he understands this 
he gets lets go of this bondage that is holding him up he becomes completely detached detachment comes to that person then he starts looking at only the transcendental world he becomes liberated oh my sons you should accept a highly elevated paramahansa a spiritually advanced a spiritually advanced spiritual master in this way you should place your faith and love in me the supreme personality of godhead you should detest sense gratification and tolerate the duality of pleasure and pain which are like the seasonal changes of summer and winter try to realize the miserable condition of living entities who are miserable even in the higher planetary systems philosophically inquire about the truth so what is he saying rishabdev is selling his children please go and see an elevated paramahansa a person who is a great teacher who is a spiritual master please go and seek out a spiritual master actually the master will come to them no doubt about it and whom are you supposed to be devoted to only one the devotion has to be to sri krishna alone beyond that there is no other person that you need to so he says and you should place your faith and love in me the devotion remember these four words we were talking about in that he said faith and love has to be with me alone that is sri krishna himself you should desist sense gratification and tolerate the duality of pleasure and pain the person who is living in the material world is swayed on one side and another side by pleasure and pain when somebody says something you feel bad about it when somebody praises you feel nice about it this this state should be removed from that person even if you are living in the material world have equanimity in mind don't get swayed by what people talk people are definitely going to say a lot of bullshit because they do not understand anything like i was telling you all yesterday those who were there yesterday will remember that it's it's a thing which happens to everybody including me nobody says that it doesn't happen to me also it happen it is going to happen to you also people are going to point fingers at you and say you know you are not a good son you are not a good daughter you are not taking care of your parents you are not taking care of your children your wife your husband whoever it is they are going to say why are you getting swayed by what these people say do they understand the supreme divine consciousness no way do they understand the supreme divine consciousness you are the one who is on the path of spiritual so don't bother about what people say and people do their mouths are going to keep on jabbering opening and closing and saying all sorts of hot air is going to come out of it why are you bothered about it have equanimity you should desist sense gratification sense gratification means an enjoyment remember fruits of action fruits of action if you are focusing on the fruit of action sense gratification is going to come to you but if you are bothered about just doing your whatever thing that you are supposed to do let's suppose you are cooking something cook because it has to be there given do the work because it has to be done not because i want to get the best results out of it or do this and that no tolerate the duality of pleasure and pain which are like the seasonal changes of summer and winter what happens pleasure and pain are a part and parcel of our life they are both going to keep on coming one comes other comes then the other comes and the other comes keeps on coming 
try to realize the miserable condition of the living entities who are miserable even in the higher planetary systems. The entire world is miserable. If some person says that I have a lot of money, I don't have any misery, I don't believe in God and all these things. He, he says all these words. Please understand that is the most miserable person because he doesn't understand. There are too many problems in his world but he is still not going to accept it. Why is he not going to accept it? Because he has no faith. There is no love or devotion for the divine. So, even if you are living in the higher planetary systems, that means even if you become God Almighty, you know there's those Brahma Dev and all that, even if you become that, you are still going to suffer very badly. So there is no point in all these things. Philosophically, we need to inquire about the truth. How do you inquire about the truth? Philosophically. Remember, you have a spiritual master. The spiritual master has been given to you so that you understand the philosophy in that. But our mind has got a very great way of talking to us. It says very clearly, Oh, I've understood. I've understood. I've understood. What have you understood? I've understood the truth. If truth can be understood by somebody reading a magazine, I will be very happy to meet such a type of a person. Because there is nothing like, you know, reading any book and magazine and you getting spiritual knowledge out of it. There is nothing like that ever going to happen. Rishabdev himself is telling you need to find a Paramahansa for that. Alright? So it is extremely important to philosophically understand the truth. You need to have a question and answer sessions with your spiritual master. Then undergo all kinds of austerities and penance for the sake of devotional service. Give up the endeavor of sense enjoyments and engage in the service of the Lord. Listen to discussions about the Supreme Personality of Godhead and always associate with the devotees. Association with the devotees. Remember, this is the most important part. If you are associated with material worldly people, you are going to get trapped in the material worldly frame. Then there is nothing that will ever happen to you, you can ever get out of it. So because you have to be constantly in touch with the devotees, your spiritual master and the devotees associated with him are the ones whom you are always supposed to be in connect with. Chant about the glories of the Supreme Lord and look upon everyone equally on the spiritual platform. Don't think that somebody is spiritually superior to the other. This is something is a very big mistake that people do. If you think you have become spiritually perfect, then you are not fit for spiritual life. You need to treat yourself as the, as the dust of that particular person, okay? That devotee. The devotee's dust. Remember Krishna, he had asked for the dust of his devotees because he has got a headache. He sent, right? He sent Uddhava to get the devotee's dust. And if you think you have become spiritually superior and you know everything in this material world, it's your biggest problem in the world. You are, you are no longer anywhere, even in that you know, hierarchy. So never do that. Chant about and glorify the Supreme Lord and look upon everyone equally on the spiritual platform. Give up enmity and subdue anger and lamentation. Why is there enmity? When there are devotees around, they should always be love and devotion. 
not enmity you are not supposed to look at another person as if that person is an enemy to you never do that always consider the other person as an extension of the divine if it is an extension of the divine then you have to treat that person like that extension and never treat it like an enemy or something like that subdue anger why is there so much of anger in a person there need not be anger things can be sorted out without anger they can be sorted out without getting angry or shouting or getting into a slanging match there is no need of those kind of things and lamentations well, you know lamentation means what oh i for that person is partial to me and this one is partial to that one and that one is happening and this one is happening that is all lamentation keeping on cribbing and cribbing and cribbing you should never do that abandon identifying the self with the body and the home and practice reading the revealed scriptures we keep on saying this you know this is my body this is my home give up that thing that is not your body the body is just like one small it's a uh, it's a it's thing that you are you have taken on hire rented out the body is literally rented out and the home is also rented out it's not yours don't think that the house is yours or the body is yours you have to treat the body and the house as a rented things but treat it nicely doesn't mean that if something breaks over there it is not my property so i am not bothered about it <laughs> so you have to take care of that place and that thing also if the tap is broken you will say let the tap be like that because it's not my problem no it is your problem also so you take care of it <clears throat> live in a secluded place and practice the process by which you can completely control your life air mind and senses secluded place can be inside your own house also you need to segregate yourself out and sit in one place without interference from anybody in this world there should be nobody around you to interfere so when you sit in a secluded place you will have your own space your body mind and everything will be with you so you need to focus on that that is what you should do secluded place doesn't mean going to himalayas and sitting in under some tree and uh, okay no nothing like that you sit in your house only you sit where you are you want to go to the park and sit over there don't worry you want to go to the seashore and sit over there go go over there does not matter sit in a place where you are alone have full faith in the revealed scriptures the vedic literatures and always observe celibacy perform your prescribed duties and avoid unnecessary talks unnecessary talks leads to what to to my man one person says something the other person takes it on then the other then this person says and then that person says and then this person says and then and then it leads up into something which has no value whatsoever the best thing for you to do is go to your place that room or the place which you have secluded for yourself sit over there sit peacefully and calmly okay that is all that you can do you don't need to get into a fight or an argument or anything like that so get into that unnecessary talk should not be there always think, thinking about the divine supreme personality of god acquire knowledge from the right source though you may be reading beautiful books but go to the right source your spiritual master is the right source he is going to teach you spiritual texts as well so go to him and he will teach you go to him or her or whoever okay thus practicing bhakti yoga you will be patiently enthusiastically be elevated in knowledge and will be able to give up the false ego 
the false ego which says this is mine i am so and so this is my house this is my husband this is my wife these are my children this is my property this is my this all this is called false ego this is my body false ego that will go away when spiritual wheel will rise in you as i have advised you my dear sons you should act accordingly and be very careful by this means you will be freed from ignorance from the desire of fruitive activity and the knot of bondage in the heart will be completely severed for further advancement you should give up the means that is you should not become attached to the process of liberation itself what he is advised as he is advised rishabdev has advised you should act accordingly now till line number 13 everything that he mentioned over there is the way in which we are supposed to live then you will be freed from ignorance and the desire for fruitive activity i want to make this i want to do this this is my house all this is going to go away then the knot of bondage in the heart will be severed completely that knot will be completely gone then what happens your spiritual advancement will happen and you will no longer be attached to this body and you will get your spiritual liberation if one is serious about going back home that is back to godhead he must consider the mercy of supreme personality of godhead the samambonan and the chief aim of life krishna is the only goal for everybody the supreme divine consciousness is the only place that you can go to so you should only focus on this one thing if he is a father instructing a son a spiritual master instructing his disciple or a king instructing his citizens he must instruct them as i have advised so what has happened this is how everybody whoever whether he is a spiritual master whether he is a king or whether he is a father he has to advise in this manner without being angry he should continue giving instructions even if his disciple son or citizen is sometimes unable to follow the order never get angry never get angry with anybody this is the basis of teachings never get angry with anybody ignorant people who engage in pious and impious activities should be engaged in devotional service by all means they should always avoid fruitive activity if one puts into the bondage of karmic activity his disciple son or citizen who is bereft of transcendental vision how will one profit it is like leading a blind man to a dark well and causing him to fall in so the spiritual master's job is to ensure that nobody gets trapped again into this material world due to ignorance the materialistic person does not know anything about the real self nor interest the auspicious path in life he is simply bound to material enjoyment by lusty desires and all his plans are made for this purpose for temporary sense gratification such a person creates a society of envy and due to this mentality he suffers he plunges into the ocean of suffering such a foolish person does not even know about this see there are in this in this world ignorant people are there they are always bothered about their material world they are bothered about they want to make houses they want to have cars they want to have gold they want to have jewelry they want to have all these kind of material worldly things they have lusty desires in this world for which their life is always there isn't it they are basically leading a life which is going to lead them towards this alone that is only temporary gratification so what happens when this is there 
Now everybody creates envy around everybody. Suppose you have a car which is very fancy car. You know everybody in the group is going to look at oh he's got a fancy car. Suppose you have a a very beautiful house. Okay, you have bought it for crores of rupees or lakhs of rupees. Oh, he's bought a nice house. How do people look at it? And any which way you are going to be bothered about over the how to remove the evil eye, how to remove this and isn't that what you are going to do? Isn't it the same as when you buy a car, you have to fill it with fuel, you have to bother about service charges, you have to do this, you have to put your EMIs and so many things come along with it, isn't it? It's the same thing when you get married, what happens? You have to bother about marriage, you have to bother about wife and husband and children and then they are growing up and then they are going to school and college and how many things are there? So do you think that thing ends? No, it's an ongoing thing. So this material worldly person is constantly trapped in this. Such a foolish person does not even know anything about this. So are we supposed to bother about that kind of a person? We cannot. The spiritual people are in no position to explain to a material worldly person that this is what is what he is doing is keeping him trapped in the material world. Try telling that person. He is going to laugh at you. Don't bother about trying to explain anything to him. He is not going to understand. There is no point in telling him. If someone is ignorant and addicted to the path of samsara, how can one who is actually learned, merciful and advanced in spiritual knowledge engage him in fruitive activity and thus further entangle him into material existence? If a blind man is walking down the wrong path, how can a gentleman allow him to continue on the way to danger? How can he approve this method? No wise or kind man can allow this. Basically, we are not supposed to put them on the path of the material. That means push them further and further and further into the pit. We can only try to give them some amount of hope. Beyond that, we can... Remember the last chapter of the Bhagavad Gita says... Those who are not devoted to me, those who do not have any idea about me alone, please do not try to bring them in for satsangs or do these kind of activities by means of which, you know, tomorrow the spiritual veil is lost. They are only interested in arguments. So we need to keep these kind of people away. Here also he is saying the same thing. What is he saying? If somebody wants to really get into it, do we think we should be trying to save that person or do something about it? One who cannot deliver his dependence from the path of repeated birth and death should never become a spiritual master. A father, a husband, a mother or a worshipable demigod. Now he is saying to those who cannot save others, those who have got spiritual knowledge, those who have been granted this kind of a spiritual knowledge, should never, never try to put people on the path of the material. So, otherwise what happens? They will have a very bad time themselves. So, then what is the point in becoming a spiritual master? Or for that matter, a father or a husband or whatever. My transcendental body. Do we have time? Yeah. My transcendental body, that is Satchidananda Vigraha, looks exactly like a human form. But it is not a material human body. It is inconceivable. I am not forced by nature to accept a particular type of a body. I take on a body on my own sweet will. My heart is also spiritual and I always think of the welfare of my devotees. Therefore, within my heart can be found the process of devotional service, which is meant for the devotees. Far from my heart have I abandoned irreligion, that is adharma, and non-devotional activities. They do not appeal to me. 
Due to these transcendental qualities, people generally pray to me as Rishabh Dev, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, the best of all living entities. So Rishabh Dev is describing himself. He says, I have taken up this body like a normal human being. It looks like a human form only. It is a material human body. But imagine me taking up that body. It is inconceivable. I cannot do that. I am forced by nature to accept a particular type of a body. Nature makes me take up that body. Whose nature is it? It is his divine nature only. Please understand. But for the will of the devotees, he is forced by nature to take up that body. I am... I take on a body of my own sweet will. What happens is, where the devotees are there, he takes up a body there. Basically, if you recollect, in one of the avatars, he has taken the body of a fish. Remember, he could have taken up a body of a human being. In another avatar, he has taken up a body of a boar, a pig. In another, he has taken up a body of a Tortoise. He has got the freedom to take up these kind of bodies. What is important at that point in time, he takes up that body. Remember, one of the bodies that he had taken up was in the form of Narsimadev. That body, he took it because there was a certain need of the hour. So what does the Divine Lord do? He takes help of Maya and conceives a body of that kind which is useful over there for the devotee's purpose and takes up a body over there. It's his actual free will, no doubt. In Maya is his own case only. My heart is also spiritual. He says, my heart is spiritual. Physical body may be belonging to the material world. See, material world means Panchabhutas. It's belonging to the material world. Whereas my heart is spiritual. And I always think of the welfare of my devotees. Remember, again, he takes the body only for the purpose of his devotees. Remember this. So he takes it for devotees. Therefore within my heart can be found the devotional service. So when you look inside my heart, you will find devotional service over there, which is meant for the devotees. Far from my heart have I... On all other sides there is irreligion all over the place and non-devotional activities. They do not appeal to me. Due to these qualities, I am called Rishabdev. My dear boys, you are born of my heart, which is the seat of all spiritual qualities. Therefore, you should not be like a materialistic and envious person. You should accept your eldest brother, Bharata, who is exalted in devotional service. If you engage yourself in Bharata's service, your service to him will include my service and you will rule the citizens automatically. Of the two energies manifest, spirit and dull matter. Beings possessing loving, living force, vegetables, grass, trees and plants are superior to dull matter, that is stone, earth, etc. Superior to non-moving plants and vegetables are worms and snakes, which, are, which can move. Superior to worms and snakes are animals that have developed intelligence. Superior to animals are human beings and superior to human beings are ghosts because they do not have material bodies. Remember, ghosts do not have the physical body. Hmm? Superior to ghosts are the Gandharvas, and superior to them are the Siddhas. Superior to Siddhas are the Kinnaras, and superior to them are the Asuras. Superior to the Asuras are the demigods, and of the demigods, Indra, the king of heaven, is supreme. Superior to Indra are the direct sons of Lord Brahma, sons like King Daksha, and supreme among Brahma's son is Lord Shiva. Since Lord Shiva is the son of Lord Brahma, Brahma is considered superior. But Brahma is also subordinate to me. 
the supreme personality of godhead because i am inclined to the brahmanas the brahmanas of best of all so how is the hierarchy shown the hierarchy is shown in a very very simplistic manner vegetable grass is the lowest in the category stone and earth then comes vegetables plants vegetables are worms and snakes come then beyond worms and snakes come developed intelligence the animals which have developed intelligence then human beings and beyond human beings are the ghosts beyond the ghosts are gandharvas beyond the gandharvas are siddhas beyond the siddhas are kinnaras beyond them are asuras asuras are still higher can you see good superior to the asuras are demigods we slightly superior to them are the demigods right and of the demigods indra is far more superior to all of them and then superior to indra is the direct son of brahma ji that is who are the sons of brahma king daksha prajapati and all those those are sons of brahma superior to brahma is lord shiva yet shiva is born from brahma ji alone isn't it brahma is considered superior because he is the father he is considered superior but brahma is subordinate to me all these are subordinate to me so that is why i am inclined and whom am i bowing down to i bow down to the knowers of brahma brahma means the brahmanyanis the people those who are my devotees i bow down to them or respectful brahmanas as far as i am concerned no one is equal or superior to the brahmanas in this world i do not find anyone comparable to them when people know my motive about performing ritual according to the vedic principle they offer food to me with faith and love to the mouth of a brahmana when food is thus offered unto me i eat it with full satisfaction indeed i derive more pleasure from food offered in that way than from the food offered in the sacrificial fire so when you feed now remember this how what happens over here when you feed the brahmanas that is the knowers of brahma today we don't have knowers of brahma in ancient times when buddha was there he used to go out as a bhikshu so people used to go and take bhiksha even during the time of tukaram or nyandev they used to go out and beg in the last century also you will find that ramakrishna paramahansa people like sai baba sai baba himself used to go for bhiksha isn't it he could be the highest brahmana that was there so feeding him feeding this kind of sages and saints is that which is higher than performing any sacrifices in the world remember this the vedas are my eternal transcendental sound incarnation therefore the vedas are sub shabda brahma do you think we will be able to complete it let us see in this world the brahmanas thoroughly study all the vedas and because they assimilate the vedic conclusions they are also to be con- considered as vedas personified the brahmanas are situated in the supreme transcendental mode of nature satvaguna because of this they are fixed in mind control sense control truthfulness they describe the vedas in their original sense and out of mercy they preach the purpose of the vedas to the conditioned souls they practice penance and tolerance and they realize the position of the living entities of the supreme lord there are the eight qualifications of the brahmanas therefore among all living entities no one is superior to the brahmanas brahmanas again please do not mistake the people who have one big chandi over there they are not brahmanas brahmanas is clearly a definition of the knower of brahma the divine beings like superior beings like the sages and the saints 
रमणा महर्षी रामकृष्ण परमहंस साई बाबा दीज आर ग्रेट पीपल दे वुड बी कॉल्ड ब्राह्मणास नॉट समबडी हु हैज कम फ्रॉम सम प्लेस हु कॉल्स हिमसेल्फ अ ब्राह्मणा दैट इज नॉट अ ब्राह्मणा सच टाइप ऑफ पीपल दे नो समाधि टिक्शा एंड ऑल दोज थिंग्स दे डेफिनेटली नो अबाउट ऑल दीज थिंग्स दे मे नॉट बी प्रैक्टिसिंग इट द वे यू लुक एट देम बट दे हैव दीज वेदास आर सिटिंग ऑन देट टंग दे कैन रिसाइट द वेदास प्रॉपरली डोंट वरी अबाउट ऑल दोज थिंग्स दैट इज नॉट इम्पॉर्टेंट आई एम फुली ऑप्यूलेंट ऑल माइटी एंड सुपीरियर टू लॉर्ड ब्रह्मा एंड इंद्रा द किंग ऑफ द हेवनली प्लैनेट्स आई एम ऑल्सो बिस्टोवर ऑफ ऑल हैपीनेस ऑप्टेन इन द हेवनली किंगडम एंड बाय लिबरेशन नंद लेस द ब्राह्मणास डू नॉट सीक मटीरियल कम्फर्ट्स फ्रॉम मी दे आर वेरी प्योर एंड डू नॉट वॉन्ट टू प्रोजेस एनी थिंग इज इन दैट अ क्वालिफिकेशन विच टेल्स यू टूडे इफ यू लुक एट द ब्राह्मणास यू कम टू यूर हाउस एंड से आई वॉन्ट टू से द पूजा इन यूर हाउस द फर्स्ट थिंग दे विल आस्क इज हाउ मच दक्षिणा यू आर गिविंग हैव यू ब्रॉट फाइव किलोज ऑफ राइस हैव यू ब्रॉट फाइव किलोज ऑफ वीट हैव यू ब्रॉट दिस हैव यू ब्रॉट द प्योर घी आई टोल्ड यू टू बाय टू एंड अ क्वार्टर किलो ऑफ प्योर घी यू आर बॉट ओनली वन किलो दिस इज नॉट सफिशियंट इना यू नो वी आर डूइंग ग्रेट सेक्रीफाइसिस वी आर डूइंग दिस ओह यू शुड हैव बॉट दैट क्लॉथ यू नो दैट धोती यू शुड हैव बॉट फ्रॉम दिस पर्टिकुलर स्टोर वॉट they are bothered about this kind of things i'm sorry the brahmana is not supposed to bother about all these things he is not even supposed to bother about ki usko paisa milta hai ki nahi milta hai jo karna hai usko karna hai that is all so understand they are pure and do not want to possess anything they simply engage in my devotional service what is the need for asking for material benefits from anyone else so this divine being this sage like a baba sai baba or ramakrishna parmahansa or whoever they don't going to ask you for money or things like that i want this i want this they not bothered about this kind of things they do not take money they do not take any gifts or anything like that do understand see you may say that where ramakrishna parmahansa was concerned there was definitely mathur babu and all these people ramakrishna ji never took it in his hands i'm sorry what he did was there was a place which he got and the entire money was given away remember baba also he would say give me 21 rupees he would take 21 rupees from one hand and give it to somebody else he was not having the money for himself so please do not be under that impression that they used to take they never used to take like that my dear sons you should not envy any living entity be it moving or non moving knowing that i am situated in them you should offer respect to all of them at every moment in this way you offer respect to me the true activity of the sense organ that is the mind sight word and all the knowledge gathering and the working senses is to engage fully in my service unless his senses are thus engaged a living entity cannot think of getting out of the great entanglement of material existence which is exactly like yamraja's stringent rope sukhdev goswami said thus the great well-wisher of everyone lord rishabdev instructed his own sons although they were perfectly educated and cultured he instructed them just to set an example of how a father should instruct his son before retiring from family life sanyasis who are no longer bound by fruitive activities and who have taken up to devotional service after all their material desires have been vanquished also learned by these instructions lord rishabdev instructed his 100 sons of whom the eldest bharata was very well advanced devotee and a follower of vaishnavas in order to rule the whole world the lord enthroned the eldest son in the royal seat thereafter although still at home lord rishabdev looked like a madman naked with a disheveled hair then the lord took the sacrificial fire within himself and he left brahmavarta to tour the whole world after accepting the features of avduta a great saintly person without material cares 
Lord Rishabh Dev passed through human society like a blind, deaf and a dumb man, an idle, an idle stone, a ghost or a madman. Although people call him by such some such names, he remained silent and did not speak to anyone. So, this kind of person moves around in the world like an avdhuta. Rishabh Dev began to tour through cities, villages, mines, countrysides, valleys, gardens, military camps, cow pens, homes of coward men, transient hotels, hills, forests and hermitages. Wherever he travelled, all bad elements surrounded him, just as flies surround the body of an elephant coming from the forest. He was always threatened, beaten, urinated upon and spat upon. Sometimes people threw stones, stool and dashed at him and sometimes people passed foul air before him. Thus people called him by very bad names and gave him great deal of trouble. But he did not care about this, for he understood that the body is simply meant to such an end. He was situated on the spiritual platform and being in the spiritual glory, he did not care for all these material insults. In other words, he completely understood that matter and spirit are separate and he had no bodily conception. Thus without getting angry at anyone, he walked through the whole world alone. Understand this, those who are on the spiritual path all these things which was mentioned over here are a part and parcel of our world. Lord Rishabh's hands, feet and chest were very long. His shoulder, face and limbs were all very delicate and symmetrically proportioned. His mouth was beautifully decorated and his natural size and he appeared all the more lovely with the red dish eyes spread wild like the petals of a newly grown lotus flower covered with dew in the early morning. The irises of his eyes were so pleasing that he moved all the troubles of everyone who saw them. His forehead, ears, neck, nose and all the other features were very beautiful. His gentle smile always made his face beautiful, so much so that he even attracted the hearts of married women. It was as though they had been pierced by arrows of Cupid. Although his hair was an abundance of curly matted brown hair, his hair was dishevelled because of his body was dirty and not taken care of. He appeared as if he was haunted by a ghost. When Lord Rishabh said, saw the general populace was very antagonistic to his execution of mystic yoga, he accepted the behavior of a python in order to counteract their position, the opposition. Thus he stayed in one place and lay down. While lying down, he ate and drank and passed stools and urines and rolled in it. Indeed, he smeared his whole body with his own stool and urine so that opposing elements might not come and disturb him. Because Lord Rishabhdev remained in that condition, the public did not disturb him. But no bad aroma emanated from his stool or urine. Quite the contrary, his stool and urine were so aromatic that they filled 80 miles of the countryside with pleasant fragrance. In this way, Lord Rishabhdev followed the behavior of cows, deers and crows. Sometimes he moved or walked and sometimes he sat down in one place, sometimes he lay down, behaving exactly like cow, deer and crows. In this way, he ate, drank, passed stools and urine and cheated the people in this way. Cheated the people means? He did not allow them to think that he is an exalted soul. You understand? Cheated means that way, not cheated in some other way. O King Parikshit, just to show all the yogis the mystic process, Lord Rishabhdev, the partial emanation of Lord Krishna, performed wonderful activities. Actually, he was the master of liberation and was fully absorbed in transcendental bliss, which increases a thousandfold. Lord Krishna, Vasudev, the son of Vasudev, is the original source of Lord Rishabhdev. There is no difference in their constitution and subsequently Lord Rishabhdev awakened the loving sympathies of crying, laughing and shivering. He was absorbed in transcendental love. Due to this, all mystic powers automatically approached him, such as ability to travel in outer space at the speed of mind to appear and disappear, to enter the bodies of others and to see things far, far away. Although he could do all this, he did not exercise his powers. We end this chapter, Lord Rishabhdev's teachings to his son.